Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language, confusion about what's happening in the latest episodes of WandaVision, and much, much more. Open your ear holes and get prepared for more Shaken Not Nerd. Insert theme music here. Welcome to Shaken on Earth, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Ollie, and with me for episode number 204 is the bald flying baby of love, Fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have no words. I, I, I mean, that's, thank our, you for using my proper title. Our no beautiful problem. little cherub. <laughs> <laughs> for those wondering why I introduced Fuzzy... Like that. It is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, lovers. Uh, of course, the day you're listening to this won't be Valentine's Day, so shove it up, yeah. <laughs> How are you, Fuzzy? Look, I want to know, like, you know, we have a day for the lovers every year. Um, what is the day for the haters? What is the anti-Valentine's mm. Day? Is it also Valentine's Day? Because people just Christmas it's- Day. <laughs> oh, it's Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the day for hate. Yep. Fights and arguments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, also joining me for this episode is Cupid's Arrow himself, the spiciest of Tim's, Tom the Toolman Commons. How are you, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we didn't have a soundboard today. Happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here. How how have you guys been? It's been a weird, weird couple of weeks. I've, it's now two weeks between episodes, so surely you've got one anecdote at least for me. Oh, okay, oh. moving on. <laughs> Insert <laughs> anecdote here. <laughs> we work from home now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, lockdown 3.0. How is it? This is actually my first proper one. Uh, the other time we uh, managed to get down This is here. not a lockdown. This is a well, circuit breaker. <laughs> preventative so, measures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> totally different from a lockdown, even gotcha. though all of the restrictions are exactly the same. It is okay. different. They just their, their PR team really went. They really went above and beyond for this one. <laughs> oh my god! How how are you guys doing? Oh, you know, I'm stuck inside and watching nerdy television and all sorts of stuff. Oh, look, I got to play a lot of Super Mario Brothers this weekend, so I'm very mm-hmm. excited about that. Um, but yeah, it's it's just the same. I didn't have much plan for this weekend anyway, so um, kind of didn't ruin any plans for me. Yeah, that's Ooh. that's the same with me. I don't do much anymore, <laughs> so oh, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> How's work for you, buddy? Like, it must be weird now because oh, the movies God. were open but restricted to like two people, um, and then they were yeah. selling. I, I'm getting emails from Village Cinemas every single day. It's like a needy ex girlfriend, just like, come, please, hang out with me. <laughs> I need a friend. <laughs> Uh, that's. It seems like that because it is that they're trying everything in their power to stay afloat. There's no movies. How do you how do you run a, a business based on movies with no movies? Get I tell you how you open your candy bar to Uber Eats and takeaway only. <laughs> what the hell was yes. that? Get yes. the- I. Sorry, Tom. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say get, get the Lord of the Rings, four K four K release, and play that, and I'll go and watch that. Or, yeah, or you could order two for one large cokes and Mars yeah. bar bite size range two for nine dollars, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. three times the cost you'd get from McDonald's. Exactly. Wait, you could get a melted choc top for free if you with every purchase exactly. over thirty dollars. Over, over <laughs> exactly, <laughs> choc top or a Magnum from Safeway. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe from Safeway, always. <laughs> no, it's it's ridiculous. I had uh, my first shift doing this yesterday. This is Saturday the thirteenth. I was working one thirty till six. Okay, and we fulfilled five orders. No. That's it. Yes. Yes, nobody wants, nobody wants popcorn at lunchtime. In the morning, there was a shift in the morning. They did zero. Okay, so, so okay, what did they order for starters? Was it Large just popcorn. popcorn? That's it. It's just popcorn. Nobody wants anything else from the movies other than popcorn. Because let's face it, movie popcorn is the best. Yeah, I like it yeah. that it's been stale and sitting in there for like no, six hours. It's all, it's all fresh. Sure it is. Oh, wow. I take pride in my damn popcorn. Thank you very much. I Good Lord, can't... they're not even lowering the prices. They're the exact nope. same price. As they I were know. Few... It is The Choc Tops are $5.70. Um, what? The large popcorn is $10. $10. $10. a Oh, wow. And look, if you get a deluxe combo, um, which is a, uh, a beverage and a Choc Top with your popcorn, um, you can get 60% of the, the ice melted by the time it gets to you. So, yep. wow, what yep. a deal. <laughs> it's disgusting. And I don't know how it's going to happen. If this lasts any longer... It's just going to be a, a, oh, well. a, a stark future. <laughs> you can order a small bag of twisties for five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. <laughs> what a business That's not model. Not even a joke. I know. I am. I am. Uh, oh no! Wait. Less and less proud. <laughs> Here's my favorite though: the hot food that you guys started serving. You can get a gourmet Kransky uh, in a soft roll for nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Nine dollars. Or a seven-inch gourmet pizza available in a variety of flavors. Uh, we'll select that for you for nine dollars. <laughs> They're even doing like samosas and nachos. What yeah, the fuck is going whatever. on? Nobody, nobody will order it. If they order that, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Something has happened that has caused you to make the worst decisions of your life. And if you order nachos on Uber Eats from the cinema, <laughs> you need to sit down and think about yourself right now. <laughs> that would just be a soggy, soggy oh. mess. Oh my god! It's already soggy, soggy mess before it goes into the <laughs> oven. <laughs> Oh wow! Well, yeah, you could buy a Snickers bar or a Mars bar for four dollars fifty, but unfortunately, the- they're sold out. <laughs> why, why? Why have you? Why have you got so much stock of the perishable stuff, but the chocolate that'll last like a year? <laughs> oh wow! I think, I think that's a mistake. Wherever you're looking, they probably don't have that. It's it's unreal. I know we do. At my side, we do. How can you get $30 of this stuff? Look, 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 look. It's easy. All you got to do is buy three popcorns when you think about it. Oh, it's gross. Uh, All right, all right. Let's stop shitting on the cinemas. And let's move on to this week's topic of discussion. Insert theme there. (laughs) Do we have a theme for the topic of discussion? Topic, topic, topic of discussion, yeah. Um... It is the next two episodes of WandaVision. Episode four and episode five. No, episode five and episode six. That's right. Catch up. Catch up. Gotcha. 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 Um, So, episode five. Main takeaways. Wanda, we realize Wanda's gone a bit crazy. Yes. You feel, you know? Uh, What's his name? The uh, the director. Director. uh, Director. Directorson. He sends in a, a drone. To try and to try and take him down because Monica flies in with an old tech. They they realize that old tech can go in because it's already 
the like that era. So they were the eighties in season uh, in episode five, and we'll talk about episode six because they move into the nineties. You know, sort of that Malcolm in the Middle esque intros. I tell you what, I fucking love the intros. They just keep getting better. Do they? I I I don't know why. I feel like because it's getting closer to my time. <laughs> so you can actually like relate to these ones is the thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's making me remember like Malcolm in the Middle and it it it's so crazy how they can capture the feeling of those shows. Yeah, like yeah, and well, and this is we've talked about this in our listener community. Like, there was some ridiculous thing with uh, with the lighting and so the like tungsten. A, yeah, yeah the they tungsten had to use lighting. these specific uh, tungsten based light bulbs for the first couple of episodes so that they could get the lighting right for that particular time. No wonder they're spending so much fucking money on the development of the show. Yeah. But like, it does. It really does capture the 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 essence of what's going on and this was i think episode five was very much sort of family family matters family ties mm. kind of yeah i got like full house vibes yeah i thought yeah. it was full house mm. yeah so we'll see full house was probably a little bit later i, I thought but yeah definitely well, you'd know yeah well, that's right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's de- definitely those those kind of vibes of uh like that late 80s early 90s kind of show Mm. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still pretty like the way they shot it and like just the the costumes and the aesthetic of the set, just everything they've mm. done was captured that fully, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, I've got I've got the plot synopsis in front of me, and there's a few things that I want to bring to attention. We got more Agnes in this, so there's a lot of theories around Agnes being like Mephisto's like lackey, right? Sure, like she's yeah. like the nanny of the kids. And she arrives and, like, she's trying to help Wanda stop the kids crying and the kids age up again. So now they're five. This all happens. This is episode five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Hayward. That's the director. He calls Wanda a terrorist. So he's, like, taking the military approach. He's, like, legit cemented bad guy now. Like, he is the one who we need to, like, rebel against Mm. as as an audience, right? Uh, The kids get a dog. The dog appears at uh, at the house. Sparky? Keep it. Sparky, yeah, because he, he almost electrocutes himself. <laughs> so, like, how about Sparky? <laughs> it's just, oh, some lines, some of the writing has gotten a bit cringy for me. How did you guys feel about that? Like, her portrayal of like those eras, it's obviously hammed up. Mm. But do you like that or do you not like that? I like it. I think that's. I think it's what it's meant to be. It's meant to be hammy. Mm. So I'm about it. Personally, mm. okay, okay. Well, bringing in the bringing the dog again, they believe that was so weird. I said bringing the dog again, and I think it might have been fuzzy. Yes, there was a dog in the background. <laughs> well, he Spoke. wants to be brought back in, so <laughs> because he's now dead. Don't spoil it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark joke for a dark episode. It got oh pretty fucking god. dark that part. It did. Get it did dark. get dark. Yeah. Uh, the dog, Sparky, they, like, Wanda and Vision, they say that the boys aren't old enough to keep him. So, what do the boys do? They decide to age up again. That's two times in one episode. They're now 10 years old. Yeah. and, and So, that's another, yeah. It, it's just all a bit weird because, you know, during that whole time, we've got Agnes um, in the room. She's seeing it all Still happening. There. She's like, yeah. oh, it's just those crazy kids and they grow up so fast. <laughs> yeah. and Boys will be boys. Yeah. 
Yeah. I do think it's also interesting just to see the kids actually have that control within the environment. Yeah. 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 Well, we're going to get to that because up until the next episode, up until episode six, we haven't really seen any of the kids, have we? And there was a lot of confusion from like audience members and like fans of the show. Why haven't we seen any kids? Like it's a family suburb town. Mm-hmm. Where are they? And they, of course, ne- yeah, yeah, and they, that that comes up in episode six very mm. much. Like, there's a very pointed conversation at that point at, at, yeah. at the end of the episode. So, yeah, yeah. they kind of slap you in the face with it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, we we there's a, there's a scene with Vision where he's at work and he's looking at the computer. Like, they've got computers now because they're obviously going through the eras, and they get like a, an, a, the first email from Sword. And they're wondering what it means. And Vision brings Norm out of his, like, trance. And it gets so dark because you you start to learn more and more people are still alive behind all these personas that Wanda's made for them. See, originally I thought they were, like, you know, it was something that she'd made. They were sort of, like, you know, projections or something like that. Mm. So, they weren't real, but these are actually actual real people that have been, Mm. you know, possessed, essentially, by by Wanda to do whatever. Because that was one of her big powers, right? Was, like, making people do whatever the fuck she wanted. And now it's it's happening on this sort of larger scale within yeah. uh, within the hex. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting to see just those twisted like breakouts of characters. Mm. So it happens with uh, is it Norm? Norm, yeah. yeah. He he gets broken out of his trance, and he we find out his name is Abolash Tandon. Yeah, and who's just like he's it's he's so re- it's really 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 well done. Because yeah, you just immediately see him just like change, and he's terrified, and he's like begging Vision to like help mm. and stop her. Like they're always just saying like no one can stop it, and obviously it's meant to be Wanda, right? But could it be someone else? Could be. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Well, there's there's some theories about it. We'll talk about it after episode six. The mm-hmm. like after we've gone through the episodes, there's a couple of things I want to break out just as fan theories moving forward. But yeah, definitely, I think there should be some interesting things there. Mm. 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 Well, moving on past this, we see that Haywood sends the drone in, tries to kill Wanda. There was a missile on what we find out is actually a Stark drone. So, you know, that's hey, a little bit of a, hey, you know. Hey. So, if you remember from Age of Ultron, we see, like, a flashback to her and Pietro almost dying to a Stark drone that, like, had a missile on it when they were kids. So, maybe, like, that, like, PTSD from when she was kids, like, sent her off into that murderous spiral and she goes out of the field, mm. turns all the soldiers onto Hayward and almost, you know, they almost shoot him. All the lasers. It looked pretty cool. Oh, I'm not going to lie. That was a pretty cool scene. A very uh, Magneto-esque scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was really Even, I'm not sure whether you guys have seen it. There's a Papa. There's a video that has a uh, side-by-side of her doing the hand flick when she stops oh. the stops them compared to an exact hand flick that Magneto does in one of the other X-Men films. People are like, <laughs> it sounds oh. like you called him McNeto then for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the da, 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 da. Well, well, that was the original name before they acquired uh, Fox. It oh, was going to be. I see. <laughs> I see. Makes sense. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, then we have Vision confronting Wanda, 
You know, he he's getting more and more rebellious. Well, see, that's the, and that's the thing with like the, him, you know, breaking out Norm from his trance and all the rest of it. He's starting to to sense uh, that that mm. there's something not quite right, and he's trying to figure out. Like you see these like the literal wheels in of, in, in his brain just turning around, going something's not right here. I need to fix this. I need to find out yeah. what's going on. And he's he's he's, he's, he's not got to stand for the good. Yeah, he's not really like he's starting to not necessarily stand up to Wanda. But but really just, like, you know, not go according to her script. Like, mm. and you see it a couple of times in these episodes where people are like, oh, do you want me to do that again? <laughs> yes, <laughs> should I, should that I, was, yeah. Yeah, is that it's the way so you, creepy. Yeah, it's just like still in character. <sighs> They're like, oh, should we go back from the top? And it's like, yeah. it, it very much a case of like, you know, they, they are aware of, uh, it's this awareness within their character that things aren't yeah. quite right. And they're trying to please wander in some way. But, but it's um, all, mm. yeah, it's fucking dark. <laughs> this whole episode it was really probably is. the darkest of the ones we've seen so far. But mm. I find the most confusing thing about that thing of the, uh, oh, do you want us to do this again? Is that Wanda always seems confused when they say it? Yeah, that's the other thing. She's like, what? What? what do you, do you want me what, to take that from the top? What are you talking or? about? Because she's yeah. almost like she's trying to stay in character um, yeah. w- with, within it all, which is, which is kind of cool. <laughs> She's being really method in her own production. <laughs> yeah, and like we've seen, <laughs> we've seen some like I suppose some teasers for future episodes where she's it's it's very much one of those direct to camera Modern Family kind of shows, and you can see her starting to to come apart a little bit at the seams from how she's thinking. Um, mm. But yes, we'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> it'll be it'll be very very interesting. Mm. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, well, the episode ends with a little bit of a, a shock to some people, although we did see it. There were leaks. There were sort of little bits here and there in, like, the, the trailers and the teasers leading up to the beginning of the, the entire series. But she answers the door. They get interrupted. The doorbell rings when her and Vision are fighting. And Bing actually bong. gets pretty heated. Like, they start to fly, right? That was the episode where, like, oh, they yeah. were, like, yelling at each other and they were in the air. And then... Ding dong. And she goes down to the door she, and she's like, I didn't do that. She didn't know. This is beyond her, mm. like beyond her ring of control. Uh, and it is uh, Evan Peters mm. Mm. You know, as Quicksilver. So um, as we learned in episode four, they can actually like outside the hex, they can actually watch this like a TV show. Mm. And so Kat Denning, we see Kat Denning is like watching and it was like, oh my God, she recast Pietro. Uh, and it's Evan Peters as opposed to Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. So, big, big, big shock to some people. Not a big shock to everyone else. <laughs> well, and, and this is and like, yeah, the, uh, this plays into the sort of acquisition of Fox and the, yeah. the studio crossovers. And there, there's some theories that, that we'll talk about again after episode six that, that are kind of interesting. Um, mm. that, that play a little bit into the appearance of, uh, of Pietro in this show. So, yeah, very interested to see how this goes. Hmm. Uh, I, how, did, how did you guys feel about this episode in general? I thought I, it was a good one. I, yeah, I agree. I think this was like what we've been mm. talking about over the first sort of four episodes. This had a good mix of both, you know, inside the hex and outside. It had that crossover yeah. between the two. We had um, uh, Monica Rambeau uh, sort of waking up and like trying to figure out what's going on, making her team with 
um, uh, with Derby and with uh, uh, Wu. Like they're just they're forming this yeah. little clique of like trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, understanding that Swords like agenda is a little bit different from what we thought mm. it was. Um, so I think that's that's quite interesting as well. So there's there's there was more of that story mixing into uh, together. Uh, rather than just having a single episode based entirely within the hex, which mm. fuck it is is I've got to say at this point is fucking exhausting. <laughs> the, the more time they spend within just that story itself and not like looking at the fringes of what's happening, I think I'm, I'm finding that the themes to be quite tiring. Mm. Well, I mean, how can you get tired? They're only like 27 minute episodes. <laughs> it's still, it's still exhausting. It's because it's just at this stage, it's just a tease. That's and that's the thing yeah. that hurts me the most is it's like they tease it so much stuff, and it's uh, I just want them to. I'm waiting for the payoff. And you, you're, you're you're telling us you're getting blue balls. I'm I'm getting Marvel blue balls right now because <laughs> like, and, but this is the thing, right? They're teasing so much that I think the payoff has to be so big. And, yeah. and, and oh, it'll be big. Will it? I don't know at this stage. I honestly don't know. I think it has to be, and I think that's what I feel like. This was the reason why I enjoyed this episode so much. Is I think this this has actually been my favorite episode so far. Um, and, Me too. I think, and I, I think agree. because it was a little bit of a payoff. I feel like we got a sprinkling of enough new information and enough new stuff sort of going on that it did. Um, compensate for a lot of the episodes where we didn't get a lot um, mm. and it did also pay off a couple of storylines there and especially actually having Vision sort of confront her and then also going into the fact that yeah that these people are fucking miserable um, mm. and having the redo sort of things it's it's added enough intrigue to keep it going um, and also yeah I, I just think that this was probably the better the best episode Um I'll get on to my feelings at the next episode when we get on to that one. Um, but sort of this this was probably the highlight episode so far for me. Mm. Well, do you think that they're, they've like broken it down as that being the halfway point in the season? They needed to give you a little bit more of a, like a push, like in a reason to keep watching. And yeah. then they start again. It's like two half seasons. They had to. They had to keep the the thing moving, and I think this was yeah. really, like you said, the, the halfway point. They had to yeah. push it over that hump um, to to get, I suppose, the marvelness of the show rolling. Mm. And I think there was a, a lot of people who enjoyed the uh, the not marvelness of the the first couple of episodes because it was different. I think people are now wanting to see more of that. Uh, mm. That universe come into play. How is this impacting everything else? We get the idea. Show us now, you know, the impact yeah. moving forward. So, I think we're definitely, especially after the events of episode six, seeing some some things that uh, are being teased for the universe. Yeah, well, I can tell you one person who didn't enjoy. I don't think he enjoys any of the episodes. A <laughs> uh, uh, lovely man named Ryan in our listener community. <laughs> <laughs> he believes that how can you take some just the, the charm and the humor of the old school TV shows and just make it so shit? I don't understand. I don't understand. But look, I like it. He doesn't like it. That's fine. It's fine. Opinions are just that. But let's go into <laughs> episode six, shall we? We shall. Episode six, all new Halloween spectacular. It is titled. Um, now, 
I, I don't know. This one wasn't memorable to me. And that's what sort of makes me wonder about the, the half Wonder? Seasons, because this sort of... <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. So, it's Sorry. now the 1990s, early 2000s. <laughs> Uh, and it's Halloween from the beginning, you know. Evan Peters is there, Quicksilver's there. He's, like, become part of the family, you know. Like, the intro. Let's talk about the intro for a second. Yeah. I got major, major Malcolm in the Middle vibes. That's exactly what it was. And they, like, That's yeah, what it's meant to be, 100%, right? yeah. Yeah. Life is unfair, so I just stare. Remember? Remember? Remember Malcolm in the Middle, guys? Remember Frankie Muniz? I remember. <laughs> 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 Remember Agent Cody Banks? Oh, God, I want to forget. Remember Big Fat Liar? Yeah. yeah there we go. Uh, I'm, I'm wanting a Frankie Muniz reunion. Like, I need some more revival. That's the one, not reunion. Well, <laughs> the, the last the last I heard about Frankie Muniz, he bought a bunch of Dogecoin. <laughs> really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, you know, he might be the new king of the moon. <laughs> he could be. How much do you reckon yeah. he's worth? Oh, apparently he's a singer. What? I don't know. No. Yeah, he's a race. Oh, his Twitter bio, Frankie Muniz. Oh, here we go. Twitter. He became a drummer in a band called King Soil. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, and he was a full-time race car driver for a while. <laughs> yeah, he, he bought the car from... Um, what's it called? He bought the car from Fast and Furious, the green one. Oh, really? I think... Yeah, I think uh, Paul Walker's green car from... Oh, good Lord. He was on the uh, US version of Dancing with the Stars as well. Jesus. He's worth $30 million. Jesus. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's get back to... (laughs) Let's talk about one... $29 million from some syndication of Malcolm in the Middle. Wow. Probably. Uh, All right. Now, we're back to the 90s, early 2000s. It is Halloween... Uh, Quicksilver's part of the family, you know. They're getting ready to go trick or treating. Wanda comes down in her like classic Scarlet Witch costume, mm-hmm. like classic. Uh, and Vision comes down, which I'm guessing is like his original costume. It's like the it the is. low budget, like make it at home version of both of their their costumes. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's kind of funny. Like it sort of plays into that that episode feel and again it's weird that even the way they shoot it it's oh my god i actually just found a cosplay of two random people at a convention and it looks identical (laughs) i wish you guys could see this i'm so sorry this is bad for an audio podcast i got very i got very very distracted and i apologize it is my first time hosting have (laughs) some sympathy (laughs) uh so Pietro is there. He wants to become a father figure. He wants to take the boys trick-or-treating because Vision, he says he's got a neighborhood watch duty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? But we later find out that that's not true. No. No, no, yes. no. Yes. I feel like that was meant to be set up to be like a mysterious point. Did you guys feel that at all? Or was that just like, was it too early on? Did it, did it seem too comedic? Well, no, look, I, th- I think it was, um, it, it sort of played into it a little bit because we had either Billy or Tommy, I can't remember which one, uh, speaking directly to camera, um, mm. a.k.a. Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle, um, just just talking like, 
uh, going, oh, mum and dad have been fighting for a while. We're not quite sure what's going on. And it kind of played into that theme of it. So you thought, okay, this is just part of the episode. And it's not until later on that you realise, oh, shit, it's actually Vision going off on his own story. And, yeah, um, yeah it's just... Again, we get one of those scenes where um, Wanda talks to uh, the next door neighbor, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Vision's not on the uh, neighborhood watch." And he's, he's like, "Would you like? Would you like me to do that line again? Like, yeah, can we? Do we take it from the top?" So there's this whole things aren't the the story's not flowing the way that Wanda wants it to flow, yeah. which is which is interesting. I think that bit with Herb was it Herb? Yes, yeah, Herb, where, yeah. where they're on the street, and it's just. That was a good point for me. I love the bits where you figure out or you learn that more and more people are, like, learning more or, like, Vision's making more issues mm. amongst, I guess you could say, the cast yeah. of mm. Westview. Because, like, they're all just being controlled by her. Mm. But only Vision and the kids aren't. Yeah. Right? Oh, and, and Pietro. Well, see, I don't know about Pietro. I think he's, he's just a projection for her. So, yeah, you know, she's... Yeah, again, we see a flashback scene like we did with like you know dead vision with the the bit of his head pulled out. Um, we had a, a yeah. shot of dead uh, Pietro as well. He's got the gunshots and the grey face and and the and the eyes rolled back. Yeah, it's, it's super creepy. But like you know, so I, I think you know she, he's probably just a projection uh, of yeah. of her like her mental yeah, story that's going Anguish. on. Anguish. Yeah, her grief. Yes. Yeah. So she's just going, she's going through something because he has these very extremely personal conversations with her that potentially only, you know, she would know about. And yeah. I think that's, you know, it, it can't be an external factor coming in and playing into it. I think it's literally just her thinking what's going on. So, or trying to have a conversation with somebody about what's happening. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of curious because because she said, yeah, I didn't do that in the last episode, didn't bring him back, but I'm somewhat convinced it was just her subconscious sort of bringing it in because mm. having that conversation and whether he's pulled from a different universe or not, I guess we'll get into that when we discuss some of those other other uh, theories. But mm. yeah, I, I I think she's still in control of his presence being there. Whether she controls him or not, I don't know because yeah, yeah. yeah. But you think she brought him in, but then he's just, like, doing what her subconscious wants? Like, she doesn't have control over that? Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't think she has full control of everything. Yeah. Well, and because- we see that as well with, like, you know, when you start to get to the fringes of the hex, like, things are are stopped like you know, yeah, people are stopped or going very slowly <laughs> or not quite working the way that they should. So whether or not she's in full control of it all, or you know, she's just focusing on the areas that really matter to her at that particular time, and everything else is just yeah. frozen. It's it's really interesting to see that play out. Yeah, it's like draw distance. Yeah, in a video game. Yeah, like it's only where you are. Yep. Just to conserve, you know. Processing power, and we we have um, um, we have that conversation with Pietro and her, and he says like, "Where have all these kids come from?" Like there weren't there that many yeah. kids in these in the earlier episodes. With I, I assume they were just sleeping at home, you know. And it's just it's this weird conversation that they're having about how the the hex or the environment within the hex operates. Yeah, it, that sort of brought in the morality and and the ethical reasons or the ethical questions of what she's doing because like, of course they're people. Yeah. But now it's like, how can she justify that? She justifies it by keeping couples together and the kids with their families. And like, it's all trying to be 
it's as close as it can be to a nice town. It's not like you're separating and mixing families in together because they're like better casting choices or like it's actually keeping them. So she made a conscious decision to do that. But yeah. the rest is like her selfish way of dealing with right. her grief. Mm. I'm actually kind of curious. You reckon she can only control a certain number of people and that's why there weren't kids earlier because she couldn't actually control them and that's why her powers are more centralized and she couldn't control the fringes as much because she's now you think it's you think it's pure numbers well now now that i'm wondering that because there are kids around and there weren't earlier was she able to control (laughs) further out into the hex but now she's controlling more people so it's sort of the limits of her power I don't know. Well, we do see spoilers for the end of the episode. She sort of yeah. freaks out a little bit because she realizes Vision is trying to escape the hex. Yeah. And she she expands the hex beyond its existing boundaries. So I think it's very much a she had a defined space for herself and she's like this is much as, as much as I want to control and now she's just like she's just using extra strengths to, to go beyond it. And I think that's where we're going to see a little bit of that, um, the, the glitching and the things going wrong in yeah. future episodes because there's just too much for her to uh, to be in control of. I really want to see a mailman glitching, going through a tree. <laughs> Mummy! <Mom-man. laughs> <laughs> it would make the entire show. I need it. I need that in my life. <laughs> That's what pushes the show to a 9.6, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> my man. I got to go home and make love to my wife. <laughs> my man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, that's the thing. So Vision sort of goes off on his own. We learn that he's not on the neighborhood watch that night. He goes off on his own, goes to uh, this little... Uh, cul-de-sac and sees a bunch of people just stopped mm-hmm. and he ta- he talks to this woman because she's watching a child as if it's like her child in the real world and it's like she wants to help and he's like is that your child and he's like taking it on himself he's trying to learn but they just still they're frozen mm-hmm. so he changes back into normal vision flies up into the sky and see- he he sees the barrier like he sees the lights outside the the hex Mm. the static wall and he goes over to it and he sees i think agnes in the car and she's frozen as well right yep and she's just stopped at a stoplight and he like questions her she's like i got lost he's like you got lost in the town you grew up in and he takes her out of the trance as well like he did with norm and again it's so dark because you realize that she's not just like she's not really a part of it she's one of the people mm. and she's scared and she wants help and she's sort of crazy like she laughs like like cr- a maniac yeah that yeah. was freaky <laughs> that, that yeah. was that was even freakier than norm like freaking out because he was panicking yeah. for himself this one was like she was kind of gone gone mad almost a little bit yeah so yeah, it'll be interesting how that goes because like, well, there's there's a. Do the, you think they'll push it further than this, like with the darkness? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think because they've they've specifically talked about this leading into the multiverse of madness, and I think there's uh, going to be some stuff that happens in the last few episodes that causes like Wanda is going going bad at this point. I I think she's yeah. going to like completely break. So. Yeah, there's some theories that I want to discuss at this point or later on, but yeah, I think she's just going to break completely and cause mm. the the multiverse stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, well. Did you have anything to say about uh, Agnes going crazy, Tom? 
Well, yeah, I, well, I think that just sort of um, in line with the theory that she's actually part of it sort of uh, dissipates with seeing that actual scene now. And it just mm. makes you, it makes it even curiouser just the fact that I think that when in episode, what, three, when she's having the conversation with, is it Herb? Is Herb the other Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Herb. And they're just like, oh, she's not from around here. She has no home sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, That's the other thing. I forgot about that conversation. So, that yeah. really intrigues about just whether whether that Wanda puts these personas on them and then they can act in their own way mm. in these new personas sort of thing or what the go is there that's causing that sort of conversations to happen. So, mm. that I, I, I do feel like there probably is more than Wanda... Um, but what it is and how it's taking shape is just a, a really curious part of the episode, and I think I, I think yeah. they've done a really good job of like building that intrigue of what is this other thing if there is another thing. Yeah, there was there was a big uh, theory, a fan theory going on early, like in in the first four episodes, uh, four or five episodes that Agatha, uh, sorry, Agnes was Agatha Harkness, um, who mm. was uh, a, a central character in some of the Scarlet Witch stories from the comic books, um, also involved with the Fantastic Four, I believe. Um, ah. But yeah, like seeing her, like when Vision released her from you know her her trance or whatever she's in, she doesn't act like she has any idea what's happening if, yeah, you, if you know what I mean what, like she doesn't yeah. go oh my god I've got to do this I've got a very specific goal it's still she fe- it feels like she is part of the township or mm. still part of the story so I don't know if that's that's ever going to play out that particular story line. well unless that was just like a red herring yeah. to make us think she's part of the town but really she knows what's going on so she acted crazy well it's, there was but, yeah. you know, <laughs> but there was a theory I don't know there was a theory early on that um, Mephisto, um, Mephisto was the one who was assisting and actually wants Vision to leave so that Thingo, um, so that Scarlet Witch does actually snap and cause uh. the multiverse of madness. So there's also the question whether she could still actually be involved and she was there to actually sort of give Vision that push to leave mm, to cause gotcha. that. Well, I, I've I've got the big theory. I think this is the one that's that's that that's going to end all theories at this stage. Um, we see at one stage um, the, uh, the the little three team of um, of Wu and uh, Captain yes. Rambo. They say Rambo, so it's it's it's, it's not French. Rambo. They they don't say it in the French way. They say it like fucking John Rambo. It's really weird. Um, but yes, and and Darby, they um, they've they've been kicked out of the camp by Haywood, and they brought, they sneak back in and they start doing computer stuff. Um, oh my Because she's a computer genius now, apparently as well. Can can we can we just can we just take a second to to disapprove of the writing here? It's like I just got to hack into one last firewall and done. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's like I've used Unix, <laughs> I've used Unix systems before. Click. Look, yeah, it's it's uh, a Unix system. Do you, do you not remember, like in those like in those Thor movies with Darby? She was just she was yes, she was an intern. Yes, she might have been studying, doing whatever. But she, they they played her to be dumb ish, like this sort of. I think she was just like back then. I always got that she was like a like a teenager, yeah, 
or like just like a young adult who's like too cool for the older people around her. Yeah, but they never yeah. played her as like this like computer genius. So like the hacking yeah. part was just shit. But yes, yeah. and I mean a lot's happened. She could have she could have done a cybersecurity <laughs> master. She's smart. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the fact that uh, like during this hacking stage, she comes. She's like, I've got to break through this last firewall, and she does. And up pops this word called uh, this this file cataracts, and um, obviously cataracts. People know about cataracts to do with your eye and your eyes, and basically cataract surgery restores vision. Oh, that's so stupid! Are you kidding me? I wondered what that was. That's so stupid. I'm so mad if that's true. (laughs) Just hear me out. So so mad. The theory is at this stage that 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 Hayward. (laughs) I'm so mad. Hey, because this is Hayward's secret files. They they're using Project Cataract to like restore vision. They were trying because at one stage um, they saw a videotape. I think it was in episode four uh, of Wanda breaking into a facility to steal. uh, Vision's body back. His body. Yeah. yeah. So I think at some point Hayward was trying to resurrect Vision um, to use him as some sort of weapon at some point, um, and Wanda has intervened. But then some other third party, and I'm not sure who that is, has basically um, interacted with them or said, "Hey, I can help you with this," and has caused you know the the hex to go on. So there's something to do with gotcha. that. But I think Hayward is more involved from a sinister perspective than we uh, than we had previously expected. That which is why he tried to immediately kill Wanda the first opportunity he got mm. and do all of these things. But yes. Project Cataract, I think, is about restoring vision. Oh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I just oh, think about I'm it. It makes so, sense. I'm I just, so mad. I just think it's. Uh, also, by the way, Ollie, you can be mad. I think that's genius. If I came across it's, that in like a board no, meeting, I'd be so fucking proud of that. I know, but you know, there's a writer at Disney who just wrote it. And that was he's he was done for the day. Dude. Nine a.m. He writes <laughs> oh, down project. Cataract, he he, he walked vision, into the boardroom. He slapped a piece of paper on the table that said cataract. Did a massive line of coke and then just passed out. He was just like, "I'm done. <laughs> like that's it. G- give me my bonus now." Resounding applause. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I honestly think that's what it is. I think it's 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 a little bit like it's too fucking obvious as far as like a a thing to just throw up there and tease, <sighs> and yeah, you know they did they, they basically they throw it up there. It's his cataract, and then they don't talk about it. And all you see is like you know Darby going, "Oh my god!" and that's it. So <laughs> I I tell you what, would it have been better or worse if she opened it, turned to the camera, and just went? Get it? <laughs> or dum dum dum, <laughs> and it just clicks off. It. <laughs> oh, um, just oh, so. It, oh, I know it's stupid, but I, <laughs> I kind of like that that theory. It's stupid. I'm mad because I do like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad because it sucks. <laughs> I'm mad because I think it's hilarious. It's so good. And I'm mad I didn't get it. But I, uh, I don't know how I feel about just in this show how the sword is also becoming the bad guy here. I was under yeah. the impression that like yeah, Shield was infiltrated by Hydra, so Shield is gone, and so we were going to have the other government agency that's actually meant to pr- protect. <laughs> 
and now they've just sort of come across as the bad guys as well. I, I think we're going to get a case of like, um, like we have like Robert Redford is the that, that's sort of the bad leader yeah. of, of of Shield. I think it's we're going to have this guy who's the bad leader of of Sword. But I think um, in the in the comic series, Monica Rambeau was always in charge of of Sword. I think yeah. is the is the previous reference. So I think it's very much a case of uh, this guy got it fucking wrong. They were trying to weaponize Vision in some way or replicate him in some other form, and you know to use him as a weapon as a protection um, uh, you know, for Earth. And you know they've got it completely wrong. So Monica Rambeau comes in and you know basically <laughs> kicks him out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like he's the one we're meant to hate yeah. for now. Yeah, but he's not going to be yeah. the 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 bad guy later on. Yes. Uh, anyway, back to the episode. <laughs> they have hacked his firewall, yeah. and they see Vision is trying to get out of the hex. He's going closer and closer to the wall. He passed Ellis Avenue, which earlier in the episode Wanda tells her kids not to go past Ellis Avenue. Mm-hmm. So we we know that like that's the border. Yeah, you know. Uh, so he walks out, he finds the wall, he pushes through it, and it's he's struggling. Like, the strong synthesoid is is struggling to get through this, so it's clearly powerful. Mm. Uh, but he gets to the other side, and all the soldiers have come out, and they're, like, watching him. And he's falling to the ground, he's falling to pieces. And Darcy's there with Rambo and Wu and, and Haywood and everyone. And Darcy's like, why don't you help him? She gets handcuffed to a car. Uh, and that's sort of when... Wanda decides to to expand the hex, yeah. you know, to in, in cap to like capture Vision, help him because as soon as he as soon as the border passes him, he's fine again. So like yeah. he's back to his normal. Stuff. That scene of him uh, like breaking down though, like and bits of him flying off. The, the, that was pretty. The dark, CGI on it as well was amazing. Yeah. It was like the um yeah. that scene in was it episode three when um the, like the the blip in Monica Rambeau starts oh, yeah, for me yeah. again. Same kind of thing, like just. Unreal special effects. They mm. they have done so so well on the, that front. It just looks spectacular. Mm. Uh, well, the hex continues to expand and it expands past Vision, past the cars that had pulled up. Uh, it captures Darcy, who's handcuffed to the car. It grabs some tents. All the people running through the tents trying to escape. They turn into clowns. It becomes this like it, well, part of the world. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but. The weird thing is, it was a 90s episode, but all that stuff sort of looks a bit 80s? I think, like, some... It's, it's that sort or of fringy just... time, I think. Like, yeah, yeah. They, it goes past, like, a a, um, a car lot, and it, it turns to, like, a used car lot, and it sort of feels yeah. very late 90s, early 2000s. So, I, I think it's okay. it's sort of fringy, but that's that's fine, I think. Within, okay. it, it's within enough of the border of those shows to be yeah. acceptable. Okay. Well, yeah, it goes... Like, the tents become a, a carnival, and there's, mm. like, clowns and a food truck. I think one of the trucks becomes a food truck, mm. and yeah. the cars become... What did the cars... Was it... I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But it, it gets... It just... It all gets, it all gets captured, and... Monica and Wu escape, because they... They were off said, doing like, something They've else. got a friend. Yeah. They've got a friend who can help them get into the house. Yes. That was what, like, that was what their their goal was. Um, but 
that's sort of the so the only ones the that episode, escaped right? were like we also got Hayward and a couple of his agents oh, escaping. Yeah. So Hayward's not in there, and, and you know only a, a, f- a handful of uh, of yeah. sword people, and yeah, Monica and Wu. Everybody else is inside the hex. As, well, as far as this show is concerned, everybody else yeah. is contained inside that. So very interesting to see how that yeah. that uh, that wound up. It'll be interesting to see how they introduce all those extra people. Mm. Yeah. In the next episode, whether or not they're going to be on the fringe and stopped, mm. like we saw in like that cul-de-sac that Vision found, or if they're going to be become like featured players. You know? Yeah. Well, like like I said, or, because we've seen teasers to this next part, and it looks very um, Modern Family, direct to camera stuff. We see um, Wanda sort of struggling to maintain the theme of the show uh, as mm. as such, and sort of you know oh, I've got to change this and like deliberately doing magic like she's doing magic out in public now and it's all very like they're not trying to hide things anymore so yeah. it seems very very direct so i i like that I, I think we'll see the slow evolution of her break um as the as the show progresses okay okay well i mean that sort of ended there didn't mm. it? there wasn't a cliffhanger or anything no i can't remember no that just kind of ended <laughs> <laughs> which was yeah. kind of dumb, but we did miss on one one yeah. conversation that I wanted to talk about as well, which was um, with with Darby and uh, and Rambo, uh, John Rambo. Um, they basically <laughs> you keep calling her Darby, and I oh, I just can't <laughs> stop thinking about Terence Trent. Darby. <laughs> so Terence Trent, Darby, and John Rambo. We're having a conversation, <laughs> and basically, like uh, uh, Monica's talking about going back inside the hex, and Darby says to her, oh, "You yeah. can't go back in because you've been in there twice, and it's." Starting to affect your DNA, and yeah, you know, like on a cellular level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think what's happening at this point, and this is you know, could lead into all of the other things that go later on, all the other movies and everything else. That Wanda is with you know within this adjustment of people and changing of people. She's potentially bringing or creating the X Men within this universe. Uh, and we know that like there's a thing with Monica Rambeau like she actually has like superpowers and I believe originally they were tied into uh, Captain Marvel she got similar powers yeah. in the same way that Captain Marvel did or same energy um, but yeah. I believe it is that this thing that is happening to her that is going to cause her to have mutant like powers um, but yeah I think I think that's what's going on she's altering people's DNA and will cause some sort of impact to them going forward okay that's that's, a- that that seems like a very good theory like solid has some weight behind it and could be just like the way that Marvel brings in. It could be, yeah, absolutely. Mutants. I mean, uh, yeah. and that introduction of, you know, the uh, Evan Peters as, as Pietro, I think, is part of that. Like, it's the yeah. we, we're bringing them in. Everyone liked Evan Peters probably more so than the other guy. Um, so I, I think that's, yeah, they're, they're just trying to slowly drag this universe across. And that's, you know, mm. we've got the multiverse stuff coming in. We've all, all sorts of interesting aspects. And it's it's centering on this shit, on this show. And it's going to. <laughs> and it's just going to play out throughout the uh, this next phase of Marvel. I will say mm. one thing just on Evan, Evan Peters Quicksilver is I pre- preferred the portrayal of Quicksilver. Not necessarily Evan Peters himself. So him, the way that he's sort of been acting and stuff in this show, is just like, 
eh to me. Mm. Yeah, like because it's 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 the char- it's the character, it's the portrayal that I liked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not necessarily the actor. <laughs> and they've got him doing different yeah. stuff, so I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah. Well, I I don't think he's going to stay. I don't think they can keep him alive because if they mix the universes, he's still alive in like the in like the X Men movies, isn't he? Yeah, but the so. X Men movies would have been before. Like they were all so like like eighties, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. were actually. Well, how the hell does that work? I don't know, but like, I, I think there's going to be a lot of thing around. Well, speaking of those particular characters, we've got, you know, De- we've already seen Dead Vision, we've already seen Dead Pietro. I think that this is going to lead into what happens at the end. And my big sort of yeah guesstimation about where this is going is it's all about the loss for Wanda and her dealing with loss. And they've talked about it throughout the show. Like they talked about it with Sparky dying and how you deal with, with loss. And sometimes you just have to let go and all the rest of it. You can't bring things back. Like, so I think she's going to lose vision. Um, She's going to lose cataracts. Cataracts. (laughs) Uh, She's going to lose Pietro. And I, I also think with the aging up of the twins, she's also going to lose the twins. And it's it's, uh. it's fucking dark, I know. But I, I think that she's going to have this period of time where she realises that they're not real um, or something about them is not quite... She's she's created this thing that's not real and she's going to have to let them go. And, yeah, I think that's going to... I mean, a lot of her stories in, within the comic book series about her mental break because of certain things. And I believe originally it was her losing the twins that caused her to fucking completely freak out. So, yeah, I think that's that's potentially how this is going to end causing the multiverse. Interesting. Mm. That's a good theory. Good theory. Tom, you got any theories for us? Yeah, no, uh, not to follow that one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, wait, what, one thing I did just want to mention that, that was actually in the news recently, just in line with the multiverse thing. So, apparently, Tom Holland has actually come out and said that... Uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire aren't in the next Spider-Man film. So yeah, but but mm. I mean, do you think he's just throwing that out there to throw you off the scent? Because like he's known for his leaks. Like he just says stuff. I feel like he's just a dumb teenage kid who just says cause stuff because he's excited. But now he's he's learned to say things that are true and people won't believe. <laughs> Yeah, true, well, see, see, all we've yeah. had officially confirmed for that um, for Spider Man Three is uh, Tom MJ Marissa Tomei. Thank you very much. Uh, yes. J Jonah Jameson's in there. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. Uh, Jamie Fox is Electro. Alfred Molina um, is Oct- uh, Doc Ock. Precious treaty. Um, and that's it. I think as like as far as main cast are concerned. Um, so, oh, we do get um, Tony Revolori as well as uh, Flash Thompson, which I, I kind of like their little little thing that goes on. Um, but yeah, the, so they've, they've, the rumored ones are all those extended, you know, versions of Spider Man and you know Charlie yeah. Cox as uh, as Daredevil and all the rest of it. Um, I think there was even a rumor of uh, Willem Dafoe um, as as Green Yeah, there was. So there's there's all those like all of those other universes potentially uh like they're they're rumored but not confirmed at this point so i don't know if we'll ever get anything solid until we actually see the movies like they they will hold that stuff back as long as they can Mm. well i think that's slated for this year right 
You're the movie uh, guy. I mean, you, you know. I, I feel like I saw... Oh, no, hold on. It was Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That's slated. For this yeah, one. no, Spider-Man 3 was uh, released in 2007. Um, so it's already been released. So we should know this by now. <laughs> it is this year. When? But it's all rumours. It's all rumours. Nothing solid. Uh, no, Seven, it's, yeah, 2021. So it's, it's this year sometime. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. December. Could be like September. December. December 17th. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't trust any movie releases at nope. the moment. <laughs> Those dates My are God. changing by the day. My God. Well, there's, there's all sorts of talk about like stuff that's happening at the moment and people like, you know, how they want to release things, um, you know, whether or not they want to do um, th- in, you know, in theater releases or not. Um, and yeah, I think they're, they're still deciding on a bunch of that stuff. Um, and like right now, like how they, you know, some people want to release it on, you know, Disney plus, let's just keep releasing that stuff that way. And others are just like, no, we want proper theater releases for these films because we want to make our money back. (laughs) I mean, they're going to make, if they charged $10 for a movie. I reckon they'd make money. I've, I've said it before. I will pay like I'll, I'll pay up to twenty bucks to watch a movie on on day of release yeah. at home if I can watch it in you know four K you know on my on my home television. Yeah. I'm happy to do that because you spend you know I spend twenty bucks just for myself to sit my bum in a in a movie theater seat. You know, if on a cheap day, and you know you spend <laughs> if you're going if going as a couple, you're spending you know sixty dollars at least on going to the movies. So twenty bucks to watch it in the comfort of my own home is fine. It's perfectly fine as long as I get to watch it on release in proper you know high def version of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about twenty dollars HD, twenty five UHD? That's fine too. I mean, yeah, because yeah. there's people obviously who don't have 4K, which is yeah. crazy to me. But um, like that, that's just I think if they give those people if they give people those options, totally fine. If they say you have to sign up to Disney Plus as well, yeah, it's yeah. it's another another question entirely. But yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to see how they they go down that release path. It will it will be interesting, uh, but. I don't know. I mean, I guess the next step is uh, Bucky and the Cap. After yeah. this, uh, like, will they lead into this? Is that going to be connected to WandaVision at all? Do we want to talk a little bit about yes. the uh, Bucky and the Cap trailer? I didn't watch it. Okay, Tom, did you watch but it? I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I did watch it. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy for you guys to talk about it, and and I'll ask questions. Why don't you watch it in the background while we? <laughs> <laughs> it's it kind of feels like the uh, I don't know like I've heard stories about how they're going to make each of these things un- each of the episodes uniquely different um, that they're going to be the first episode is going to be fifties second episode is going to be sixties <laughs> no just like uh, there's apparently lots of action there there are many movies within themselves so potentially getting longer episodes than we're seeing for WandaVision um, well, you'd I think, hope if they're mini movies. <laughs> yeah, well, that's but that's what they're bragging about. Like they're spending a lot of money on the show as well. Not as much as Wandavision, but still a lot of money. Yeah, they're trying to, and they they make a big fucking deal about Captain America's shield because that's in every second shot, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you think they're spending the money because they're banking on people wanting these stories over the weird like Wandavision Doctor Strange stories? I think they're they're wanting to bank like, on like because this show's more like WandaVision is much more drama than anything else. 
um, yeah. dramedy borderline, I would say. But like, it's it's very much focusing yeah. on that, and it's setting up themes for the for the universe. Where yeah. I think they need action. Yeah, you know, they they need an yeah. action based show or movie to you know to go alongside that because it's a fuck it's superheroes. Yeah. It's yeah, you know, they, they, they that's their whole bread and butter. It looks that's a good point. It looks much more traditional Marvel. It's what you're gonna see that these characters have done in the past, mm. and they're definitely going for that the the odd couple um, vibe with them. <laughs> well, like in, in the trailer, they even have them like in a therapy session together. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, which it's just gonna be. So tropes. I've heard I've heard like uh, one of the theories for how this is set up is that the the therapy sessions sort of. Um, bookend every episode uh or start like it starts and finishes it's like a debrief that they're going through and so it's like okay what happened at this time well you fucking did this and i did this well this is what really happened like that that's i think that's how they may set it up at least for a couple of the episodes which could get a little bit tiring (laughs) but it almost seemed i'm already tired it's it seemed like and I think we've discussed this before, that there was a dynamic between them two, those two, where they weren't really chummy-chummy, and then sort of they seemed to just randomly move past that in Endgame. Um, and yeah. now they've just sort of tried, it looks like they've just reunited that again. Reunited um, and it feels and so it shit. feels so good. <laughs> I, I agree, Tom. I agree completely. Like, it's they had patch that up by the end when you know they're doing that i don't think so um with captain america like it was very much they had made amends and they were working together but i think the thing that's missing is that key linchpin of captain america's character because they were both there you know from coming from different sides of the uh, the the argument but both with respect for steve rogers like without him in there like how do they they interact and i i, mm. I think they need you know, like we need at the moment, a circuit breaker, something to like, you know, to be in the middle as, you know, as a connective tissue between the two of them, because I just don't have anything right now. But I have, I have a feeling just, it, it, it feels like it's going to be a whole show of how the hell do we live up to the icon that was Captain America sort of thing. And yeah. I do just feel like that might be a little bit misplaced in this universe, especially considering a lot of people, especially military-wise, saw Captain America as a war criminal. Uh, so mm. it's uh, because he did, because he he went against the accords, he yep. went rogue, and he well, they wasn't... posted, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Except, uh, yeah, I think um, the Winter Soldier just kind of killed a bunch of people too. So. <laughs> Because yeah, well, I guess we'll see how that works out on Disney. Because <laughs> I guess it, I guess as these characters first existed, that's probably what they were. They were they were they were like a Superman sort of thing. They were an icon of uh, righteousness and whatever. Mm. But in the way that they've sort of phased this out, is the characters really aren't necessarily that? Despite the fact that Captain America was a beacon of good for what we saw, I don't know whether that's what the public perception was. So I'm really curious how they're going to do that because it does seem like they're going to try and make it out that same way. Mm. Okay, it will be interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the trailer. Oh yeah, no, look, it's uh, we, we get um, little snippets of uh, uh, Zemo, um, who was the bad guy from um, the Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, who, that was Daniel. Bruhl. Yeah, that guy. 
Um, yeah. yeah, so he's he's definitely a big part of this. I think he's the main villain behind everything um, for mm-hmm. uh, for the series. But there's there's also talk about this leading into um, a bunch of other things, like uh, General Ross. I think shows up in this uh, this show as well. Um, so Thunderbolt Ross. Which one's so he's the guy. He's the yeah. um, the arch nemesis of uh, the Hulk. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I think apparently he's trying to to make a new Hulk and potentially might make the Red Hulk. Yeah. There's there's a lot of a lot of that like sort of Tim Roth wasn't, <laughs> yeah. wasn't he already yeah. responsible for the abomination? Isn't that what happened? Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, that's that's. I think he might yeah. be using um, the super soldier serum as well. So the thing that they used for Captain America, like trying to recreate that. So there's a whole bunch mm. of stuff that potentially could be going on. But is I know that the characters of Zemo and and uh, Ro- General Ross are definitely in the show. So it will be interesting to see interesting. how that plays out, whether or not that yeah, there is another Hulk or I, th- I think because they're talking about She-Hulk as part of this, the the shows as well. No. <laughs> so there's there's a yeah, bunch of different it, things going on because that is happening, and I'm pretty sure the Abomination is still around, isn't he? Technically, I don't know. I haven't seen that film in a very long time. I don't think he died. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they could. Uh, yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 it'll, be, it'll be very interesting. It's, it's, it's they part, shouldn't bring him back. <laughs> yeah. It's part of it. It's part of the MCU. <laughs> well, I know that. Yeah, so they're definitely doing a She Hulk TV series. Um, so that will be, I think that's 2022. Um, uh, Tatiana Maslani is uh, doing the role. So oh. she was the one that, lady that did oh, really? uh, Orphan Black. Which is a she's a real good she's a fucking she amazing actress like, and you should watch Orphan Black if you've not seen it already, um, yeah. So she's uh, she's going to be um, She Hulk in a shirt. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes, Jennifer Walters slash She Hulk ten episodes coming next year. So yeah, lots of things being teased, and I think you know um, yeah we're we're at the start of this generation of stuff. I think this is sort of. Uh, the, the Bucky and the Cap stuff is definitely the action side of it, um, more leading into yeah. that traditional superhero type show, as opposed to the drama side and the the you know crazy multiverse weirdness that we're seeing within WandaVision and Doctor Strange too. So, yeah, mm. I was just looking up She Hulk, and there's a teaser trailer for it already. It's going to be out in 2022, yeah. so we got a while to wait. Hopefully they they. Oh god, Tim Roth still it? I'm gonna need oh, it. Oh fuck, Tim Roth is he it? Is? Yes, he's <laughs> in She Hulk. Uh, <laughs> as She Hulk, yes, She Hulk too. No, in, Tim in, in in She Hulk. <laughs> yes, no. Uh, Tim Roth is in there. Mark Ruffalo is in there as well. So, uh, yes, yeah, so Abomination is coming back. Good. Oh god. My god, like he was. Uh, I fucking hated that. <laughs> I hated that one so much. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Or they, I'm now excited for Or this. they used the abomination to create She-Hulk. Uh, well, that's the thing about She-Hulk, though, is I believe She-Hulk's, like, every iteration I've seen of her, she's quite smart. So, like, we had the you know, Professor Hulk version of uh, Hulk in that last, um, in Endgame. Like, I think we're going to see, you know, their smart version uh, of, it's not this just, you know, emotions and response. It is very much an intelligent person that has super strength. So that's that's the She-Hulk that I'm aware of. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm look. I'm nervously excited for it, but I guess we'll see when it comes to it. Did we want to add anything else to the last couple of episodes of uh, WandaVision before we sign off? Do we have any more extra theories? Oh, a, a big shout out to um, to one from uh, Darren Harvey in the listener community because he did mention that um, uh, all of the advertisements in the show appear to be specific oh. call outs to trauma from Wanda's past. So that was that was really interesting to to have a think about, like because there's obviously references to Stark and then um, Striker, um, oh, sorry Strucker, the Doctor that fucked them up. Like there's there's interesting things. Although the the yogurt commercial threw me. What <laughs> what was that? Yo magic yogurt. Well, it's yeah. only yo magic can save you kind of thing. So, oh, but gotcha. then it was just this freaky thing of this like plasticine kid dying because it's it couldn't cute. open up its yoga it's like it was fucking speaking of dark whoa <laughs> that was dark it just sort of he just sort of withered away to a skeleton just picking at this I, I lid looked, i looked at cat yeah. i looked at cat i was like what <laughs> well, it, what was yeah that? so i think is, there's, is there's, that about yeah. only your magic can save you and that's the as you were saying before she may lose the kids yeah is mm. that what that's alluding to there yeah mm. I think so, potentially. Like, yeah. Oh, look, I, I think there is... I mean, we talked about it with the dog as well, with Sparky, because they have a specific conversation. Can't you just... You know, the kids are going, can't you just make the dog alive again? And she talks yeah. to them about, you can't just... You know, can't just do that, kids, which is specifically what she's doing. So, yeah. I, yeah. She's giving advice, but she's not taking that that same advice. Yeah, so I think there's some, yeah. some really interesting stuff to happen with that. But, yeah, like, what that specific trauma was or some of the specific uh, specific natures of those traumas it's probably hard to tell but it's yeah very interesting mm. theory there um and also big shout out to al who said uh, he's having a good time with the sitcoms but needs more bill and ted references of course because i i oh. <laughs> you ever heard of a one-trick pony <laughs> <laughs> i mean they've, they've kind of gone past that time period now so they yeah they yeah. had the family ties thing and then just <laughs> that was the time if you were ever going to do Bill and Ted's it was right there oh, I tell you what if if there is one phone booth in Westview <laughs> Al will find it <laughs> just one and then one the one episode it'll be there the next episode it won't be there and he'll say shared universe confirmed <laughs> that'll be it and he'll be off he'll be off to the races I've heard more tenuous links on their their own show so uh, that's possible uh, wait has he ever said you know the the uh, oh my god why can't I think of his name he was Keanu he Reeves was dead no he was dead shot in the in the Ben Affleck or he was Colin Farrell in the Ben Affleck Colin Farrell you know that movie phone booth does he think that's linked because there's a phone. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, absolutely. The link is confirmed. Maybe. Link confirmed. <laughs> Off to the races, Al. See you later. <laughs> oh, my God. Why can't I think of Colin Farrell? I was going to say Colin Firth, but I knew that was wrong. Very different people. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. If you guys have any theories for us as the episodes go on, we're going to be doing two episodes by two episodes until the very end. Hopefully... I read something this morning that the last three episodes are going to be one hour. So hopefully those episodes are meatier, you know, there's more to them. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. 
do you think it's going to end when it gets to like the present time and then it's just going to be like the last couple of episodes are going to be as one because you know, they can't go beyond yeah here what's 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 the tv trope of now a reality TV. Well, I think yeah, like we we the Bachelor. We had the Malcolm in the Middle one, so early two thousands. Mm. I think we've got maybe. Um, so what was that? It was episode six. So there's supposed to be nine yeah. for the series. Seven, eight, so nine. oh, so the next three. Are so we'll be. get a yeah a modern day one, and uh, mm. so we get a, like something from the twenty tens, something from twenty twenty ish. And, yeah. and and then that's that's kind of, and then the last and episode the is something big so yeah mm. okay okay well if you guys out there in the real world have any theories for us let us know on the listener community you know where to find us uh, facebook.com slash shake not nerd listener community I guess maybe that's the place we're sharing all it. of our crazy yeah, theories you'll find it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I want to thank you very much for listening. I know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with nerd in the title. If you did enjoy the show, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting app you're listening to, and we'll be sure to read them out on the next episode. I think, you know, I miss I miss reading reviews. I miss reviews. I'm going to write one. If you know someone who <laughs> might enjoy the show, tell them about Shaken Not Nerd, and that you can find us on all the social media channels on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Shaken Not Nerd. Um, look, I'm I'm loving WandaVision still. This last episode, me too. I'm still with it. It was tenuous, but I'm still with it, uh, and I've had a lot of fun chatting it with you, chatting about it with you guys. So uh, thank you very much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, no problem. Thank you. I Tom. can't. Thank I can't wait to read your review that just says needs more Ollie. Um, it'll be interesting. <laughs> Damn it! How, can you see? Um, is my camera still on? How do you know? I already wrote it down. Wait, now we haven't had a review oh, come it. through Omni since July 2020. Come Good on, people! Lord. All right. Come on, That's people. That's where it's going to be. Good luck. I, I'm surprised be. that it was actually that uh, recent. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was actually your Omni account will be removed if there's no activity. I'll, with I'll give you a guess hours. who it came from. Best non Bill uh, and Ted themed podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that hanging like a stale fart that oh. it is. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I've been Ollie. I've been Tom. And I've been interrupting. <laughs> Saladas. Bye-bye.